Welcome to C3 Church, Queen's Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Uh, and uh, it's great to be with you all today. And I love looking out and seeing everybody here. And uh, I'm just so thankful that we, can, we live in a country where we can come and worship freely. And uh, it's great also to see a fellow chaplain with us today, Matt. Great to have you with us, Matt. And uh, yes, I love our chaplains, don't we? And uh, just, yeah, Matt's an absolutely awesome person at Butler, Butler Senior High School. Uh, and also, sorry, I forgot the East Butler, isn't it? East Butler Primary School. Uh, and he's doing an amazing job. And, and I just know that God's going to continue to use you uh, in what you do to serve the community, to care for others in need. And that's what we're there to do, isn't it? And we thank God for that opportunity. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I preached about being the salt of the earth. And uh, this is the, the purpose that's been assigned to us through Jesus, where we preserve God's truth in our lives and we enhance his flavour in the world. And uh, Jesus talks about being the salt of the earth in his Sermon on the Mount, which we find in Matthew chapters 5 to 7. And so when Jesus came, he showed us this new way, this new way of thinking, of doing, of being. You know, he teaches us what the kingdom of, kingdom of God is and how it looks to live in this world as someone who belongs to that kingdom. So we live in this earthly world that is broken, but as believers, we're part of the heavenly realm. We're part of, of God's kingdom. We're set apart by salvation in Jesus. We're anointed in the power of the Holy Spirit to live differently, to live with an eternal focus, uh, to live in a way that's noticeable to people around us. And so Jesus says uh, to the crowd, to his disciples, you are the salt of the earth in Matthew 5. But he continues in Matthew 5, 14, we read, he says, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. And so Jesus fulfilled Old Testament prophecy to be a light for the Gentiles. We read that in Isaiah 42 verse 6. And Jesus is the light of the world. And in fact, that's what he says of himself. He says in John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so what's amazing is that Jesus is the light of the world. But here in Matthew 5, we see that he's calling his followers, and that's us today, those of us who have put our faith in Jesus. He's calling us now to be the light of the world. He was calling his disciples back then, and the crowd that was there, to be the light of the world. And now he's calling us to be the light of the world. And so to carry on this mission that he has established. And so through salvation and the Holy Spirit, Jesus' light now lives in us as we put our faith in him. We are the light of the world. We're called to represent him, to shine in this world. And uh, Paul talks about in Philippians 2, uh, 14 to 16, do everything without grumbling or arguing. You could probably preach a sermon just on, on those two points, couldn't we? Do everything, oh my goodness, without grumbling or arguing. Uh, how many times have I grumbled today alone? You know? So that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. It's uh, clear that we need Jesus in our world today, isn't it? 
just as much as they did back then. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I'll be able to boast on the day of Christ that I did not run or labour in vain. And so we want to shine in the world like stars. Uh, the contrast that stars are in the night sky. That's how we're called to be in the world around us. And there's really two key points I want to highlight today, which I pray will encourage us as we together, because it's a corporate, yes, it's an individual call, but it's also a corporate call as a church, as Pastor Steve was talking about earlier. We are the church called to go out and spread his light into the world. And so we're together here today committing to fulfilling this God-given purpose of being in the light in, uh, of the world and in the world. So our first key point here is to walk in the light of Jesus. We want to walk in the light of Jesus. And so Ephesians 5 verse 8, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Amen. Live as children of light. Wow, isn't that amazing? We are light in the Lord. And uh, so I'm just going to do a little illustration right now. I know another one. It's, uh, it's going to become a habit, isn't it, if you listened to my preach a couple of weeks ago. Just excuse me while I sort this out here. Those on the podcast, I'll try to be better explaining what's happening. So, um, Brett, I'll, get you, I'll let you know soon, Brett. So, uh, here we have a light. Hey, awesome. And I'm going to cover it with this material. Okay. Self-organised here. It's I don't know what this material is, but it's a material found at, at Lee's house. So, uh, those listening uh, on the podcast, I've got a torch and I'm just covering it with a material. Uh, so yeah, you can just cue those lights off. Thanks, Brett, for me. Ooh. Okay, so I'm turning my little, little torch light on. Okay, it's I mean, you can sort of see, you can kind of see it's been covered there. Okay, thanks, Brett. You can turn those lights back on. Very nice. Thank you. So we can really be a bit like this light, can't we? So the light is still on. So salvation is our reality, but we've let things dirty or diminish our light. Uh, so it's, it is shining through, but it's being obstructed, uh, you know, because of the material. We don't see the fullness of the light, if you like. We only see bits of the light. And like I said, that's what we can be like sometimes. And I think while this could be a specific thing, like a particular sin, uh, or it could be a traumatic event, or we're going through a health battle. I'm talking really about uh, the daily habits, uh, the patterns of our everyday life, where we battle to keep Jesus at the centre. So over time, I think what happens, and you know, we all can experience this at different stages, is that when we uh, don't keep Jesus consistently at the centre, the world's pressures or secular ways of thinking or doing kind of blur with those of God's kingdom. And so we may not even really notice that our light has become dimmed because we've become so accustomed to looking at things through the little gaps we have in our light. And we might have even covered up. I have this image for some people that actually covered up their light because of shame or embarrassment, insecurity or even apathy. So I'm going to use the torch again. Uh, but this time, of course, I'm not going to put any material over it. So it's not going to be covered in any way. Uh, so thanks, Brett. I'll get you to turn those lights off again for me. Ah, isn't that beautiful? This, not so much, you know. <laughs> Don't want to scare the children. Don't want to scare them. Or anybody else for that matter. But yeah, so we can thanks, Brett. Awesome. What a, can we just thank Brett? Yeah. I, uh, So we can see in that case, the light was shining bright 
it was clear. We could see a lot more, uh, so it was much easier to look around. And uh, it, I think for me, this is really a, a beautiful visual of what happens when Jesus comes into our heart. Uh, because when the light of Jesus comes into our life, it makes us come alive. And Jesus has brought us out of darkness. He has brought us out of our sin. And he's brought us out of brokenness. And he's brought us into his light. Salvation, forgiveness, belonging, purpose, hope, and peace. We've been made alive in Jesus. We're, the light has actually dawned upon us so we can be the stars in the sky that he calls us to be. Colossians 2. 30 to 14, this realm of death describes our former state. For we were held in sin's grasp, but now we've been resurrected. Amen. Out of that realm of death, never to return, for we are forever alive and forgiven of all our sins. He cancelled out every legal violation we had on our record and our old arrest warrant that stood to indict us. He erased it all, our sins, our stained soul. He deleted it all and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed onto his cross and nailed permanently there as a public display of cancellation. Wow. I guess my question is, how bright is our light at the moment? On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being my light is shining really brightly today, uh, 5, which is, it's dimmed uh, somewhat, there's still some light breaking through to one. Maybe there's somebody here today who feels, I'm really struggling. I'm, I'm feeling in the darkness right now. I'm not, I'm not feeling like I'm really in, uh, in that light, in the light of Jesus. It's really dark. Well, we've been called to walk in the light of Jesus, to live as children of light. And a key part of this is to get the dirt off our light, you know, to get those things that are covering our light off, to to clean the muck off, to take away what is hindering our light so we can shine bright like the stars in the sky. And the great part about this is it doesn't fully depend upon us. Yes, we partner with Jesus by being obedient to do what he's called us to do, but we also surrender to Jesus. And what that means is we don't resist the inner supernatural work of transformation by the power of the Holy Spirit. We give ourselves over to that. We say, Jesus, come. I want to be transformed by you so I can live in your light and then I can be that star in the sky you call me to be in the world. So we partner with Jesus and we surrender to Jesus to clean the muck off and walk in his light. And it's something, I guess, practical here that we can do uh, is we can reach out to the church community for support if we're needing it in, in this way. Uh, we can ask for time to have prayer with our pastors. Another practical application is you know, letting the Word of God light our path. And it helps to, have pe to be people who have a, a regular habit of reading the Bible. Because when we go out into the world, when we're there during the week, we are bombarded with worldliness, with the messages of the world. And it can really affect us if we are not regularly feeding on His Word, which is the truth. We go out there and it's a battle. But when we have the Word of God, it is our armour, it is our weapon. And we're able to walk through this life in His light and be stars in the sky because we've got His Word firmly planted within us. And it can look many different ways. just want to say that. I believe the key is just building consistent patterns of spending time 
uh, studying, meditating, considering, praying through the Word of God, whatever that means for our context, our personality, season of life, and so on. I personally find it really hard to actually read a lot of chapters of the Bible in a row. Uh, we did a devotional, version devotional, about a month or so ago uh, as a church, and there was about three chapters a day, and I actually really found that hard. I thought, I'd read it, and i think, I don't know if I've, what if I actually got out of this, because I probably was more focused on, I want, you know, what to do, yeah, tick, want to do this, rather than perhaps just being okay with, I'm just going to meditate on that one verse in that one chapter, rather than feeling this weird need that I needed to read all three of them each day. But I just find it very hard to, to read a lot of scripture all at once. When we did the Bible in the year, uh, which was in 2020, oh my goodness, uh, and I found that massively challenging because there was just so much to read every day. Uh, so you've, again, you've got to figure out what works for you. Uh, I really enjoy memorizing scriptures. Uh, so I love just repeating the word of God over and over in my mind. I like to say it out loud. Uh, I just find for me that's something that really works to get it into my spirit. Uh, because God's word to us, you know, verse after verse of his promises and his story, which he's written onto our hearts through Jesus, helps us to walk in his light. And so my encouragement to you, I guess this week would be, and again, everyone's got, this is going to look different, but it could be that you're going to meditate on Matthew 5. You know, verses 13 and 14, I'm the salt of the earth, I'm the light of the world. You might just meditate on that for five minutes every day. Or you might choose uh, to focus in on the Psalms or a particular gospel. Uh, get onto you version. There's plenty of devotionals to choose from on there. Just encourage you to do something, especially if you feel like you're a bit stagnant in this area, uh, because it's so important. Because when we're reading the Word of God, it allows Jesus to breathe His life refresh into us. Through Holy Spirit, Jesus continues to shine His light in us and through us. So come on, church. We are vessels of His light. We're choosing today. We're making a choice. You've made a good decision to be here because today, collectively, we're choosing to clean the dirt off our light, to get rid of anything that's covering our light so we can shine bright. We can shine bright. We can shine bright for Jesus, like stars in the sky. And I had the sense, too, that for some people, as you do this, others are going to follow. And I don't know what that's going to look like you, but I just had that really strong sense that when we are walking in His light, when we are immersing ourselves in His Word, that other people will follow. And so don't underestimate the value of what you are doing in your your personal uh, spiritual walk with God, because it does influence other people very strongly. And we want to be people who lead others to life and light, don't we? And so that really leads us to our next point which is that being the light of the world is to reflect the light of Jesus. Who did we reflect most clearly during the past week? Do we feel we reflected Jesus more than the world? Did we reflect Jesus in our behaviour and attitude towards others? In the words we spoke to our family, friends, neighbours and colleagues? Did we reflect Jesus' light on social media? In the content we looked at, the comments we liked or posted, the texts or emails we sent? Did we reflect Jesus' light to strangers we met along the way? Or were we too busy with our own things to take notice of the person? How about with colleagues we maybe don't see eye to eye with very often? Were we a reflection of Jesus to those individuals? I'm sure we could all answer with areas where we fell short. 
this past week and reflecting the light of Jesus. I had a moment on Friday uh, with a couple of colleagues. Uh, I don't even know they would have actually noticed, uh, but I, on reflection yesterday, thought probably in that situation responded poorly. And it really got me thinking, you know, it's so important in the little things as well as the big things that we are uh, trust, you know, we're praying and asking God for discernment and help and wisdom so that we can shine shine brightly, not just in the big things and in the big ways or public ways, but just in the small interactions we have with people as well. Uh, so, you know, we all have areas where we think, oh, I could have done better in, in reflecting you, Jesus. And so it happens. We don't need to condemn ourselves, but it's good to ask questions uh, because we have a clear mandate as followers of Jesus. And as Pastor Nicole shared last Sunday, I encourage you to listen to that podcast if you haven't or re-listen to it uh, about the camels. The camels are coming. And so as we emerge from the, the pandemic, the time for the church is now. And Jesus is calling his people to step out again, to be stars in the sky, to answer this deeply personal, but it's also a corporate call to be the light of the world. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. We're the stars in the sky. We are the light of the world. And who are we shining this light for? Anyone, everyone, others. (laughs) And Luke in his gospel emphasizes salvation, the light of Jesus was offered to all Jews and Gentiles alike. Luke 2, 30 to 32. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. We have the answer. We have the answer because we have the light of Christ. The presence of God in our hearts through salvation. There is a calling of great value, which is to get out into the world and shine. And I think, again, that's why it's so important that we clean the muck off because it's going to affect how effective we are in the world. And the more we can get into a habit of surrendering to Jesus and letting him transform us, we're going to really shine brightly in those dark spaces. And we call, we call it, in C3, we call this plus one. So we're bold and stepping out intentionally to bring people one step closer to a relationship with Jesus. And it is time. It's time for us to lift our heads out of this pandemic bubble we've been in for the past three years. It's time to get out of isolation. It's time to see again the opportunities for plus one. You know, inviting people to church or offering to pray for a non-believing friend or you might want to do Alpha together with somebody. We want to be. Right? We want to be stars in the sky for Jesus. We want to reflect his light to a world that is crying out. And I don't know if it's crying out necessarily any more than it was a number of years ago, but because I think the need was as much then as it is now, but certainly it would seem that things are getting darker and we need to be uh, the light. And we can be because of the Holy Spirit. And, and so the world needs the light of Jesus. It's, you know, it's... The, the world is not the abundant life Jesus came to give us. And of course, I'm not referring to trials. We know we will go through through trials in this world. Jesus tells us we will. Uh, but the worldly darkness is not as powerful as the light of Christ. And in John 1, 5, we read, in, in him and Jesus was life. And that life was the light of mankind. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And so when we reflect the light of Jesus, it's like a beacon of hope that darkness cannot dim. 
I get passionate because, you know, it's, I mean, we are, it's exciting to me. I believe we are the, the ones who can go out and make it to the church. Like you've talked so much about that, Pastor Steve. The church is the answer. You know, because all of us collectively with our gifts, we go out there into our sphere of influence and we make a difference for Jesus and we shine like the stars in the sky. Uh, and that is our calling. And so Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit, thank goodness, to be our guide and our counsel, our helper and advocate. And in John 15, 26, Jesus describes Holy Spirit as the spirit of truth who will testify about him. So the role of the Holy Spirit is always to reflect back to Jesus. And that's important because it means we can reflect the light of Jesus because the Holy Spirit is with us all the time. We have been anointed. We've been appointed to fulfill this role as people filled with this supernatural power. I thank you, Liz, if I can get you up. Thanks so much. And so this week, I want to encourage you uh, to take a couple of minutes. Uh, so my first thing was, you know, if there's a specific thing you feel you can action in terms of the word, reading the word, uh, I'll encourage you to do that. The other is uh, to begin each day to praying about reflecting the light of Jesus. Uh, so I'm about to go on a camp with 60 children and six other adults. And so I really need to be reflecting the light of Jesus this week because it's four nights and five days and... Uh, yeah, on an island. And so it's wonderful and I'm very grateful for the opportunity. But I also know I want to reflect the light of Jesus in that space. You know, I want to be a blessing. I want to serve uh, students. I want to serve teachers. And so I'm excited to do that. But I know that I need you know, the Holy Spirit to help me and to enable me to be light in that space. And so when we're praying, if you're thinking, I don't even know where I would start with this, it might sound something like, Jesus, I want to reflect your light today. And I'm, I'm filled with your Holy Spirit to help me. And so guide me to reflect you more than the world in my behaviour, my actions, and my attitude towards others today. Make me bold for you. Keep my eyes open to opportunities with non-believers. I want to be a star in the sky for you. And I believe that as you do this, and again, you know, that was 30 seconds or so, doesn't need to be a drawn-out process. You know, I know that sometimes we have many things happening, but I want to encourage you to take those moments to solidify yourself in His Word and to let His Holy Spirit minister to you so you can be the stars in the sky. And so let's just close our eyes right now across this place. And Those two, I guess, points, that walking in the light of Jesus, reflecting the light of Jesus. I just wonder if some people here today, there's something that, of, of those two that stand out. And so what I want to ask uh, is if you feel like for you it's walking in the light of Jesus, you feel like you want to action some things in that space or you just want it to be solidified, uh, that it's, you're feeling like quite strong in that, but you're just, you're just wanting more almost, uh, then I just want to invite you right now. Eyes are closed. If you just want to lift your hand, I'm going to pray collectively for everybody. That's great. Thank you. Put your hands down. Thank you, Lord God. God, I thank you that through Jesus, we have light on the inside. And I thank you that we can walk in your light because of the Holy Spirit and because of your word. And I pray for every one of us here today and for those who raise their hand. I, I just pray that this week you would shine your light afresh upon them and upon all of us, Lord God, that you would uh, light our path before us. That as we walk out into our place of influence, that 
that we would know that because of Holy Spirit that you are always with us, Jesus, and your light is within us. And so would you give strength and would you also provide clarity and wisdom as to any specific actions for people to take this week to really continue to walk in your light. We thank you. We thank you that the light has dawned upon us. We thank you that we've come out of the realm of death and we've been brought into your light. And we want to live as children of light today. We want to walk in that light. And, and we want to allow you to light the path before us. And so help each of us today to do that. In Jesus' name. And just with eyes continuing to be closed. Perhaps you're feeling like it's for you it's about reflecting the light of Jesus. You're wanting to... Uh, Take a hold of more opportunities to share about Jesus with others, particularly those who are far from Him or don't know Him. So if that's you today, if you want to, if that's something you want prayer for, you want to reflect the light of Jesus, just to ask you to raise your hand as well. That's great. Thank you, Lord God. So many hands raised. Thank you, Jesus, Lord. I thank you that we're anointed and appointed by the Holy Spirit to go out and be the stars in the sky. I thank you that your word says that, that we did not choose you, but you chose us to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so I declare right now an abundance over every person here today, of every hand that was raised, an abundance of, of boldness in the name of Jesus, where we would also have discernment and wisdom, which opportunities you want us to respond to, and that we would respond in faith, knowing that that we don't have to fear. We don't have fear of man. That's gone because of you, Jesus. And so I thank you right now this week for opportunities to step out those plus one moments with people, bringing them one step closer to a relationship with Jesus. And so anoint us again in the power of your Holy Spirit. We are bold in you. We want to be the stars in the sky that you've called us to be. And so we thank you that you would help us this week to reflect the light of Jesus. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.